Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. What's going on, guys? Jamie Atkinson back here with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. It's episode two, which is exciting. And today I've just got one question for you. Do you suffer from what just happened syndrome? Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear, and go all out to build my million dollar business, completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I still can't believe that we're on the second episode of this. And today I want to make it quite a short episode. And I just want to talk about something that I kind of dubbed what just happened syndrome. So, you know, just to give you a story, when I was a kid, my parents, they owned a restaurant and I was kind of brought up in the restaurant. We were running around there when we were kids and um, my dad was the chef. My mum was the front of house. She would be the person that sort of sat everybody, was behind the bar. She was the face of the business and my dad made all the amazing food. And to give you an idea, this was in a super, super, super small place, right? So there's cities which have a ton of people. There's towns which has less people. In the UK, we have something called a hamlet and then a village, which are absolutely tiny. Usually you've got like 600 people. And then we lived in this place where we had a pub and there were six houses around us. So it wasn't a super busy place, right? And what happened was, you know, my parents they would have people that came from all over to come and try the food because my dad was a pretty, pretty good chef. And all growing up, you know, the one thing that I realized was that they were running their own business. But to be honest, my dad was pretty hard on me. You know, when we grew up, he would always, you know, uh, ask me to do these tasks and different things. And we would try to do them. And, you know, let's say, for example, I was cooking for the first time. I remember cooking pancakes for the first time. And pretty much as soon as I did it wrong, he, he would shout at me, he'd yell at me for doing it wrong. He'd call me stupid, whatever it was. And my mum always used to get real protective because she hated uh, seeing that happen. Um, but I think what happened, you know, because this would happen with everything, whether I was washing the car or whether I was trying to cook or whatever it would be. And, and kind of what happened was... I realized that uh, I started to hate trying new things because I didn't want to fail because I knew that if I failed at something, I was going to get yelled at and that was going to make me feel real crappy, right? So, you know, this kind of happened all through my childhood, um, you know, up until the point of when I was about 12 or 13, my parents get divorced. Um, I think that was what happened. And this had been happening all throughout my life. So whenever I would try and do these things, I would always try as hard as I could 
but then I get knocked down, right? I get beaten down and not physically, but, you know, I knocked my confidence. So, you know, all through school and when I was getting older and into work, I was really driving to be as successful as possible. And, and a part of me now, you know, thinks was the reason that I wanted to have so much success. Was it because I just wanted to prove to my dad that I could do this from from all the things that happened to me when I was younger? I think it's certainly what my mum thinks right now. And uh, but the truth is, you know, even though I wanted to be successful and I wanted to be seen as hardworking and to have the success level, I was only prepared to work for other people because I didn't want to try in case that I failed. You know, so where a couple of my friends were starting their own businesses and doing things by themselves, I just wanted to stick in that career because, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but it was because I wasn't prepared to fail. And, you know, every time I've ever tried something in the last couple of years, I've always given myself an out. I've either gone in half, you know, cocked or, you know, not not fully committing or I've not fully given it everything. You know, as uh, as Tony Robbins calls it, I never burnt my ships. I never went into a position with the mindset that I either do it or I fail. I never put myself in that position where I was going to fail. And ultimately, you know, this year, and, and I've been doing now, you know, I've been working myself for two years. If you guys listened to the last episode, I went into this in great detail. But around about November, um, I just started to understand what I wanted to do with my business. I was doing Pinterest for clients. And, and by doing Pinterest, I mean that I was running their Pinterest accounts for them. You know, one of them was actually for a, for a fan fiction website, which is like Harry Potter and, uh, you know, and um, Sherlock Holmes. And what would happen is these people would write their own stories. Anyway, so I was managing <laughs> this website all about Harry Potter, which was great because, you know, I get to watch Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies all the time and things like that. But when I was managing these websites and I was managing these uh, these Pinterest accounts for my clients, it was the first time that I'd ever really tried something new. And uh, it was the first time that I put myself in a position where I could potentially fail. And the problem was that I was still playing it safe, right? I was still in this position where I wasn't proactively going after new clients. I kind of got a couple of clients and then I was playing it safe. And then I was also still doing some writing in the background. And in my mind, I was saying, well, listen, if, if this doesn't work out, at least I've got my writing income that's there. So you know, it, back in November, something crazy happened. And, and I had three Pinterest clients at this time. And uh, I'd already lost a couple the month before. So I was earning around about $6,000 a month from my Pinterest clients. And I lost two clients back to back within four days. So all of a sudden, I, uh, you know, I had a third of my income right there out of the blue. And I went into this kind of crazy meltdown. You know, I, I you know, I was, I was, uh, I went out and I was drinking and I was, uh, you know, asking myself like, oh, what, what, what am I going to do? This is terrible. I'm in this terrible, terrible position. And I was dwelling on it. And I was in this moment for probably a whole month because I'd lost these two clients. I was just thinking the whole time, oh, how did this happen? What just happened? And and what I realized, you know, about a month later, uh, I was listening to a couple of YouTube recordings and I found a, a video by Tony Robbins and he was talking about how to get a state change. And it absolutely changed the way I look at this. And the reason I'm telling you guys now is so many of you will be in this position where you've got this what just happened syndrome, where something bad happens to you in your business or in your personal life and you just can't get over it, right? You're just playing it over in your mind again and again. For some of you, it'll last a day. For some of you, a week. Others like me, it lasted for a whole month. And I couldn't get 
get past it. And it really hampered my business and my personal life for a kind of a long time. So what Tony Robbins was saying in this video, and, and I love it, was about changing your state. So in terms of changing your state, I don't mean like going across state borders and going to Mexico or, you know, California. Ah, I'm feeling really neg down. I'm going to go to California. That's going to make everything better. What, what we're talking about is a state change in terms of your mind. So what you do and what Tony Robbins says is you've got this emotional triangle and it's made up of three sections, physiology, focus and language. So the physiology talks about when, when you're in this kind of state that you don't want to be in, you can physically change your body, right? So if you're sat on a sofa and you're slumped over and you've got bad posture, that's kind of a negative state to be in physiologically, right? But if you're standing up straight or you're sitting up straight, you're more alert, you're more attentive. If you, you know, are exercising or whatever it might be, you are naturally going to be in a different state to if you were slumped on the couch or in bed or eating ice cream on the sofa or, you know, all those things that I was doing. And some of you guys might do too. Um, so first thing you can do is change a physiologic, physiological state. The second thing to do is focus. And the focus side of the triangle is talking all about things you'll be focusing on things that are negative right not on the positive so you'll be saying things like oh i don't know i don't know what's holding me back i, I don't understand what's happening this this sucks jb you don't understand my situation this is terrible right you focus on all the bad things oh, i lost the client because and this is what i was saying oh pinterest is the worst i've lost it because there was an algorithm update and it screwed me instead of focusing on the positive which was what can i do to uh to get myself out of this situation so if you focus on what's holding you back instead of what you necessarily want that is going to be something that's going to really stop you from progressing forward and you're still going to be stuck in that what just happened syndrome right so first thing is the emotion right sorry the first thing in the emotional triangle is the physiology if you can change your state by changing the way you physically are and the second thing is focus, what you're focusing on. And the third thing is language. So if you're saying to yourself, you know, this thing is really bad. It's not my fault. Uh, you know, this has happened to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm a victim, all that stuff. Instead of saying, what can I do to improve this situation? If you can switch over to that different perspective, it's going to make a big difference. So in the, sh in the show notes, I'm going to actually include a link to uh, a blog post by Tony Robbins that he talks about this because I think it's really useful. So what I did was, you know, I, I saw this video. I had this epiphany. I was like, oh, I just need to change my state, right? Sounds easy. So I gave it a name and I was like, okay, what just happened to me is going to be called, and I called it, what just happened syndrome, right? Because... I would be sat there going, oh, what just happened? That's not my fault. Oh, I'm in this bad situation. So I want you I want you to do something for me right now. If you're listening to this podcast and, you know, <laughs> this might be kind of weird because you might be in the car or on a crowded train or in the middle of the supermarket shop, shopping. I, I don't know what you're doing. But just do this for me. If you've ever suffered from what just happened syndrome, just do me a favor. Reach up your hand and just touch your heart just for a second. I'm doing that right now. If you guys are doing this, you're not alone. You're with me. Tons of people do this. I did it all the time. I still do it sometimes. So what I did and what I want to help you guys understand is there's a really, really simple way in which when negativity strikes, when fear strikes you, that you can overcome it real quickly. So let me just fast forward you to a couple days ago. So I'm sat there in my living room. I've just been to fuck all, uh, funnel hacking live. 
just nearly swore. Oops, hopefully there's no kids listening. So I'd been to Funnel Hacking Live and I come home and I was working really hard in my business. I'm like, I'm going to get this next client positive. I can do this. Had this big, you know, uh, this big thing I just signed up for. It's super expensive. And then out the blue, my only existing client, she emails me and says, hey, this isn't working out. I'm going to need a refund. And at that moment, you know, I didn't have much money in the bank. I had $6,000 when I was at Funnel Hacking Live. I paid $2,500 to be in a program and I've got to pay the same thing next month. So I only had less money, $3,500, I don't know how much that is, $3,500. And then I just had to refund her $2,000, which is crazy, right? That's a lot of money when you don't have any money. And I'd already paid for, you know, my guys to go and run the ads and a couple of different things. So that wasn't money that I was just handing her back that she'd given me. I'd already spent that money on stuff, right? On on getting this campaign working because we'd done it for three months. But nonetheless, at first, I was going to argue it. I was going to be like, oh, this isn't my fault. You know, it's because of the marketing or whatever. Or I was going to come up with all these excuses. And, and, and I was having that what just happened syndrome. I was like, oh, what just happened? I can't deal with this right now. I don't have the money. I'm just going to have to argue with her and get it done. And in the end, I decided, no, I really like this person. I can understand where she's coming from. So I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm just going to give her money back. I'm going to refund her, right? But I didn't come to that decision instantly. What happened before I made that decision was what I'm going to tell you guys now and what you can do to get over what just happened syndrome. So I was sat there. This email came down. Oh, oh, nightmare. You know, all these things pressing into me, freaking out in my mind, like my girlfriend's in the other room and she's looking at me and she's got these wide eyes like, what the what, what the hell is what's going on? Like, you look like you've just seen a ghost. And in my mind, I'm like freaking out. Right. And like they're all running around. They're sat at the kitchen table. Someone called me to dinner. I'm just sat there at my chair like, oh my life is over what's going to happen and then I made a decision and I thought about this emotional triangle and I said right I need to make a state change so what did I do I went and I jumped in the shower I had a cold shower for five minutes I was like right state change this is what I'm going to do I did that physiologically I'm stood up straight in the shower the cold shower shocks my body and I start to think in the shower and focus on what is the positive thing, right? So I start to focus on what I can do, not what's holding me back. So instead of thinking, oh, this is going to cripple me, I start to think about, all right, this is happening. What can I do to get out of this? And in my mind, in that shower in five minutes, apart from freezing my nuts off, I decided, all right, I need to go get another client. That's what's going to overcome this problem, not dwelling and arguing with her over this refund so I made that decision then when I got out of the shower I was like right I'm still not quite there so I went outside I grabbed my jump rope and I started jumping rope for five minutes I got out I exercised I blitzed I I did this kind of intense physiological change in my body to shock my body out of this kind of moment that I was having And the next thing I said was when I was going back in and what was playing through my head was what can I do to fix this situation, not dwelling on what had just happened. And within 15 minutes of having that shower, going outside, exercising, I came back in. I was in the right state of mind. I was energized from doing this jumping rope and I was ready. And so I emailed her. I said, listen, I understand. That's not a problem. I I really want to stay in, you know, good faith with you and and not to be a negative situation. So, uh, you know, I'll refund you the money. And I sent that email and then I just went on with the rest of my day focusing on getting new clients. Now, that's that's crazy because like only, you know, a month or two months ago, I would have been paralyzed for at least a month, probably six weeks, stressing out, you know, upset, emotional, crying because I had lost money. And instead, I just focused on this change. 
So that's what my challenge to you guys is going to be. The next time you get in a situation where you're like, what just happened? Oh my God, how am I going to deal with this situation? Just think about this. Three simple things. Change your physiology. Go jump in the shower. Go outside. Do some jumping jacks. Do, you know, jump a rope. Whatever you can do to get you physically in a better position that's going to energize your body. While that's happening, think about the focus. Focus on what you're going to do to get yourself out of this situation, not on the bad thing. Don't focus on what caused it. Focus on what you can do to get out of that situation. And then focus on the language that you're using to yourself in your mind and what you write down. Even doing a positive mantra and saying, you know, I'm not going to focus on what the bad thing is here. What can I do to improve my situation? How do I fix this? How do I move on? And if you do just those three things, it's going to make a massive difference in these situations. So hopefully this is helpful, guys. I wanted this to be a shorter audio one, although I've probably waffled on for ages. I'm sure I'll get better at condensing these things down. But thank you for listening. Um, Please let me know, you know, send me an email, jamie at leadjunkie.co.co. Let me know if you guys have ever had this, if you've ever had that situation where you're like, what just happened? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Enjoy. Thanks a lot. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the episode. Uh, I just want to say thank you. If you're enjoying the content, please subscribe, leave me a rating, leave me a star review. That's going to be really, really helpful for me to grow and reach more listeners and to empower our movement to move on further. And just to say thank you in advance for you guys who are doing that and anybody that's listening, I want to give you something for free. Head to entrepreneurjunkie.co forward slash freebie. That's F-R-E-E-B-I-E. I'm going to give you access to my product launch secrets. It's a training that I created, easily worth over $600. I'm going to give it you completely for free. So go check that out. Thank you guys for being awesome and uh, enjoy the rest of the episodes. Uh, As is typical with every one of my episodes, here's some terrible bloopers of me recording my my show. Yeah, nobody's perfect. This is Jamie Axon here from the Entrepreneur Junkie. And this is episode two. I love you. I support. I don't support you. I appreciate you. I just want to say I su- I s- is is this uh oh. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.